These people don't give shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving them the business. The business. All the band is out on the field. He's going to go into the end zone. He got it. Goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. It's me, your daddy, Roboito, and I am joined by the full squad today on the College Football Extravaganza Bowl Edition. What is up, you guys? Yo. Howdy. All right. We're going to go over some bowls. We know that the bowls have already been kicking off. We took a little break because... Deal with it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. Because life happens. So, Joey's currently kicking my ass in this... Uh, I've only been by one game. You only beat me by one. I, th- I thought I lost two. I've lost one, so. Okay, okay, yeah. I've yeah. lost I'm, I've lost three. I'm not doing too hot. And I was just telling y'all before, I was all about Ohio winning the ball game, and somehow, some way, I did not pick Ohio to win yeah. on my bullshit. Like, what the hell? That happened like three times like throughout the entire thing where it's like, I'm sure I have somebody to win, and I have someone else at the other team. It's whatever. But it's like when you go through the list, you're pretty certain. You're like, yeah, I'm going to pick this team. I'm going to pick that team. And I guess somewhere along the way, I changed my mind, but I didn't realize I had already made that pick on my bullshit and just yeah. didn't change it. Well, the only way to like actually win is to pick upsets. You have to. And so every now and then, they'd be like, oh, I think that team's going to win, but I'm going to pick the upset just for shits and giggles. And then, yeah, yeah you don't remember. I think, I know tonight we have Marshall and South Florida. Yep. And I'm actually looking forward to that game. That's going to be a fun ball game. Game of the and century. <laughs> uh, I do have Marshall winning that ball game. I even double checked my thing today. I have Marshall winning that ball game. I got USF winning that one. I just think they they were up there for so are ranked for a long portion of the season. They want to finish strong. I have Marshall, but uh, after a very lackadaisical performance against Virginia Tech, who had to reschedule the ball game, uh, yeah, to, to get bowl, to be able to be bowl eligible, it's it kind of like you know, Virginia Tech's not that good. We know Virginia Tech's not that good. Yeah. But is South Florida got the defense to be able to stick there, stick in the ball game with Marshall? Do they have, you know, the quarterback? I don't know. So it's kind of one of those things where I pick South Florida or uh, I pick Marshall and I might switch it either way. It's just depending on how I feel at 6 o'clock. Well, you know, I picked, I went ahead and went with Marshall, not really based on record because, yeah, they do have a better record win wise than USF. Mm-hmm. But also, I picked Marshall because I just think that USF is deflated. Uh, let's see, they're 7 and 5. I think they were 7 and 0 at one point. And they lost their last five games. Oh, so that's where they that's bad. where they stand right now is that they lost their last five games. Blake Barnett was their quarterback. I don't know if he was pulled or if he was injured. You know, he was injured because uh, USF's the backup quarterback was playing and then he was injured and then they put in the third string and they took that time to remind people that Blake Barnett was already injured. So <laughs> I don't even know if he's going to be playing in this game. Gotcha. And the backup went out with an injury in their last bowl game against UCF. So I, that is why I'm favoring Marshall in this ball game. Although they are playing this game at home, USF is. They're, this is it. This is at Raymond James. Is Stadium. it the Gasparilla Bowl? It's the Gasparilla yeah. Bowl. But do you think that's kind of like uh, deflating for USF too? Because they're kind of like a bowl is kind of like 
cool whenever you get to go somewhere. And now USF's like, we didn't go anywhere. We're just kind of yeah. here still. Congrats, yeah. guys. You get to go to Bush Gardens. Yay, that's right across the street from our school. <laughs> we have season passes, guys. Come like, on. We go all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's not very exciting, you know, whenever it's your home, I guess. I, that's what I'm saying. But they but, might want to yeah. defend their home turf. That might be a yeah, that's, motivation for them. That is the motivation, you know. You, you're not going anywhere new. Um, Playing at the home turf. The tech, like It is their home turf, but it's not their stadium. Yeah. Uh, were there any surprises uh, early on in the bowl schedule that you guys saw? You know, well, just to I guess to re- recap, you had the first one, the Autonation Cure Bowl, which was Tulane, Louisiana. Tulane won that ball game, and I had uh, I was wrong on that one. I was I was about Louisiana winning that ball game, and I was completely wrong. I'm pretty sure I heard Tulane's coach giving them give a huge pregame speech or something like that. So I was like, all right, Tulane, <laughs> the motivation works in the bowl games. Kicked uh, them in the ass, yeah. Yeah, the first the game before that, North Carolina A and T and. Alcorn. I didn't. I have no uh, idea. That was a. Guess. I went. I went based on history because North Carolina, AT and T. Out of the four years that bowl game has happened, I think they've won two of them. So uh, that this being their third, I believe. So I had. I liked North Carolina, AT and T, just based on their history. And, and yeah, that, I mean, from what I understood, they were a good team. But yeah, let's mm-hmm. be honest. I wasn't following them all season long. I just really like the acronym A and T. You know, you don't see it often. Whenever it's on, you know, you got to pick them. You ever watch watch Drumline? Yeah. yeah. Atlanta A&T. Right. So (laughs) that's that's basically where I was at with this, you know. Um, I was uh, not surprised, but thoroughly happy seeing Utah State uh, put up 52 against North Texas. You Me know. too. Did y'all hear the story about what Utah State was doing before the night before the bowl game? Yeah. Yes, a yes, bunch of their football yes. Players were in a hot tub with a porn star. Oh, and yeah. they come out and win by forty nine points. So <laughs> the old adage, you know, don't hook up with anyone before your game. Before no one said they Well, up. yeah, like they just chilled. From to my, at least the way ESPN, not ESPN, didn't even write the story. I think it was Barstool. I saw it on Barstool. Barstool yeah. wrote the story, and I feel like Barstool would probably say if shit happened, but. They probably just didn't disclose anything either. It's a hot tub, a porn star. They were just like, yeah, football we were finely tuned athletic machines. <laughs> Yo, like we were just chilling. You know, she was there. She was hanging out with us. How did I'm they saying, get? I'm supposed to start hiring porn stars to go hang out with FSU football players before games. Like, <laughs> how did they get hooked up with this girl? Just a, a couple players reach out to this one specific porn star. I'd never even heard of this porn star. Snapchat premiums are a beautiful thing, Davis. Nowadays, you know, it's. <laughs> Do you it's have a premium ridiculous. account? No, uh, there's this one girl that I matched on Tinder with a long time ago, and we were gonna meet up, uh, but we just never did. And now she's turned her Snapchat and from a regular Snapchat to. A, a like kind of message me if you want my premium Snapchat. Ah. Yo. Yeah, so it's kind of like she she is you she's doing get... way better. Uh, I think she she's making a lot more money than she was. That's Dude, I'll get into that. Right. Yeah. See, Ask if you get grandfathered in to the. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Snapchat. Like I was there before you even decided to do this whole <laughs> Snapchat. Throw me a little stuff. discount. I feel like I should get a discount. I feel like I should. You know. I feel like I still uh, should go on a date with her. I want to know. That's just me. Why a porn? What a porn star was doing in New Mexico in December? Like, don't they have other things? Shouldn't they be in L.A. or something? I don't know where. Or, or in Miami. Miami, Las Vegas. Right. Like, you can get the Dickens anywhere, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> the Dickens. <laughs> okay, maybe you know, maybe she's a big, a big Utah State fan. Either that or just, you know, lives in well, it's Albuquerque. Well, it's very, very like, What's flat up, land. Boys? Very flat land. And she probably saw a whole bunch of college football players in a hot tub from at least 100 miles away. You're right. She smelt them like boiling stew. <laughs> well, uh, too bad Arizona State didn't have that luck with them. They, 
In know, Arizona State, a school full of babes. Full of babes, and they did not have enough motivation to beat Fresno State. Yeah, her and, words. And uh, they came back a little Hermie. bit. I think it was I think it was like uh, twenty one to ten, and or no no no, it was like. Uh, we were recording another podcast, and Fresno State we were watching in the background came out hot, and then yeah, Arizona State made a little push, but Fresno was just too out in front too much. Yeah, they well they came back, and I believe they took the lead. They did. At one they point. took a fourteen ten lead after being down ten nothing. Right, and uh, that was they came back and did that, and then uh, Fresno just for- tossed the ball on them. Uh, you know, showed them what the Mountain West was all about. Really. Yeah, Arizona State had the lead twice in this game. They had a they had a fourteen ten and a seventeen or twenty seventeen, but it was really once the once the end of the third quarter came along, they just you know they scored points and they shot them out from there. I think Fresno is just a better team, honestly. Yeah, I yeah, think they were a record shows, but the two lost team coming into this game. I I had Fresno State in I this game. Too. I had uh, Arizona State just because I like Herm Edwards and uh, I like how he treated this bowl trip. He treated the trip like, like pretty much like a family vacation. You know, they they took a bus, they drove around and what you know took pictures of all the sites. You know, all the all the. Uh, it's a cool bonding experience for a team that's he, the first year he's take out takes over. Yeah. And what it is, is the experiment he's doing and, is pretty cool. Too, and from but. what I understand, he's recruiting pretty well. Right. Yeah. Like he's getting out there and he's recruiting, building. which he already said was going to be his biggest challenge coming into this job was recruiting. But he also took over Arizona State and was trying to play like a GM role instead of like a head coach role, which is interesting and it started off really good. They kind of faltered down the second half of the season, but where it goes but from here is going to be interesting. He communicates well with young people. Yeah, he and does. people listen to him. So I think a lot of parents are going to appreciate him being the head coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, moving forward, uh, I had Georgia Southern versus Eastern Michigan. Me but too. Eastern Michigan did take the points, um, so that was good. I yeah. I was listening to a podcast, and they said they would take the points, but they would not beat Georgia Southern, and that's what happened. Can I, exactly what happened. Can I just take a second and just say that there are bowl games out there I feel like are just pointless. And I feel like the Raycom Media Camellia Bowl has been one of those bowl games. I mean, think about it. Who's been to Montgomery, Alabama? I think all of us at one point have driven through, driven through Montgomery, yes. whether it be going to Atlanta or Nashville or whatever, wherever we're going. Somehow, some way, we end up in Montgomery. Home of and the Ingram toenails. Yeah, home of Hyundai and the oh, Camellia yeah, Bowl. That's right. And the Camellia Bowl. I'm sorry. What the fuck is there to do in Montgomery, Alabama? Because you think about it, this is like a vacation for a lot of these players. Also, they get to go out and they get there early and they go sightseeing and they, you know, hang out with each other. It's a good bonding experience. And they're in Montgom- Montgomery over they're, here. <laughs> they're in Montgomery, Alabama. What did Montgomery do to you? What did Montgomery Davis? do to me? I had, I, I mean, I wouldn't say I had a. It's not like I got robbed there one time. It's just I was there and was like, dude. I need to go. <laughs> I did go see like a friend who played like D three football in Montgomery one time, and we went to the football stadium, watched the game, and left. <laughs> That's all the only yeah. thing we did there. Yeah, you want to stay? Yeah, no, I really got no, to get back to work. Just, I have to go. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go take a shit. Oh, well, but our, our hotel's right up there. No, like yeah, we no, gotta, I gotta go. go home. I gotta drive the two hours back home. The toilet's but much nicer. I will say <laughs> this ended up being a good football game. This was the best yeah. football game of the day. Georgia Southern won on a game-winning field goal. Yeah, it, Georgia Southern. They run. I didn't watch the game. They, they're the triple option team out of Georgia. Well, yeah, they Eastern are. Michigan yeah. was pumped to play in this game. As much as you're hating on Montgomery, Alabama, they were pumped to go to the game. They took cinder blocks with bowl logos of all the bowls that didn't pick them. 
We're talking about that's a lot. the Peach Bowl. Yeah, that's a lot of cinder <laughs> Peach blocks. Peach Bowl, breaking. no shit. No, I'm joking. I don't know how many they had, but they had cinder blocks, and they were cracking them with sledgehammers. They were proud to be in this game, and, you know, they fought. It was a close game. George Southern yeah. comes out with a win, defends the South. <laughs> I mainly picked Lord. Georgia Southern just because it was a triple option team against, you know, not not as high caliber team. So I thought they had a good chance to just, like, not be stopped. It's closer than I thought it was going to be. I, when we're done talking about these games, I, I, I'm going to just sell, tell you what it is I'm going to really elaborate on is that I think we got we have to cut back on some of these bowl games and we need to raise the requirements of how to get into a bowl game. So I'll elaborate on that. But the Camellia Bowl was one of my bigger motivations on that argument. You don't you mean you want to get rid of the uh, stop smoking El Paso bowl? Yes. <laughs> yes, dude, even the DXL Frisco bowl. Did you see how many people were at that game last night? No, like 5 probably. Yeah. Yeah. It was not a lot. Like DXL. some of the like it was like well, some and then of also the parents of the players showed up. You have a blowout. Like at what point did that game stop being competitive? I didn't watch it. Uh, I, didn't I, I guess halftime. Right. Halftime, maybe. I mean, the game sucked. Yeah. Ohio did okay. But overall, the game sucked. The, you know, these people who are in the stands are going to be your hardcore college football fans or your family members of of the players. Or you're a fan of the team looking for a vacation. Yeah. Right. And it's like Frisco, Texas. It's near Dallas. It's, or you just happen to like, be in the neighborhood and someone's like, hey, uh, I got these $2 tickets stadium. for the Frisco Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go. FSU played the Orange Bowl a couple of years ago against Northern Illinois, who lost to UAB. The tickets were eight bucks to get to that game. Yeah, they Whoa. should not give Northern Illinois a ticket to uh, well, the Orange Bowl. I understand that was a up year for them. Yeah, that was an undefeated year for them. I understand. Uh, they had one loss. Well, yeah, yeah they were <laughs> Yeah, I understand that, but they, uh, they, we, we know that they were not up to the caliber team FSU was. They that had that year. quarterback who finished like fourth in the Heisman or whatever. Right. Talked a bunch of shit. Oh, yeah. I forget his name. Yeah. He was a big guy, too. It wasn't something Lynch, was it? It was something Lynch. Like Jake Lynch or something. I don't know if that's the right name. No. Yeah. I was was about to say Paxton Lynch, but he went to Memphis. Memphis, yeah. No, but I remember that that kid was a little bitch, and we ate his lunch. (laughs) Although, I remember watching that game. I was at the gym, I think, and I was watching that game, and I thought, damn, you know, Northern Illinois for a little bit was hanging in there. Like, they were trying. They really were, but then yeah. as the game progressed, they started pulling away. I'm just like, all right. Yeah, it's all adrenaline they like, had. Like, damn. Yeah. Another team that was really happy to play in that bowl game, you know, and just just showed you yeah, that. I mean, you was just it was the Orange Bowl. Oh, I thought that was, was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I just... Which, the, or- the Orange Bowl this year is a game to watch. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there. Well, That's there. a little preview. Um, so, we've been over Marshall, South Florida. Um... You know, Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl is really calling my name right now. Are these one of your games? You know, I like the Bahamas Bowl just because the players are going to be able to travel. Yeah, they get to go to the Bahamas. And it's Makers, you know. They're going to be stumbling, fumbling, bumbling all over this field, guys. Anyone over 21, any players over 21 have a lot of makers mark now guys plus yeah. the bahamas bowl in the past like the it's been a it's a fairly young bowl game but it's a very exciting bowl game like we've seen some amazing results come out of that game and you're bringing football to to a you know state that doesn't really watch a whole lot of american football and you know it's kind of good for the sport in general so i like that grow the brand yeah like, that's a bowl game yeah. where it's two teams that you know are not really 
what they're what they're whatever teams, but the bowl game itself is cool. Right. Yeah. And uh, I believe I have FIU I do in this well. game. I think I have FIU. Yeah. All right. Um, I hope they get to go to Atlantis because <laughs> it's in uh, Nassau, so that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's where the Pirates are from, Nassau. Yeah, yeah. drunk <laughs> and water park and football. That sounds like a good weekend to me. That's a fun bowl game. On the other hand, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, <laughs> <laughs> Western Michigan BYU, and we've given BYU some respect on this podcast. I have not. I did. You gave BYU I, a lot of respect. No, I said they always get ranked hot, too high, get beat, and uh, but earlier in the they year, were you ranked their upset. this year. You they were their ranked upset. this year. No, I called them getting upset. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I said they get uh, ranked no too love. high, and then they get their asses stomped and get put back in place. He don't like Mormons. So I because I said that I thought about that when I made the pick I picked Western Michigan. And by the way, we <laughs> on the college football extravaganza do not discriminate faith. We, Except we are all. No, <laughs> that's a joke, we, America. We are allowed to tell jokes on this podcast. I don't know, man. And we expect you to be able to take a joke. I don't think Jesus walked around in New York City. Just don't believe it. <laughs> but if you believe it, that's fine. That's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Just know you're wrong. Jokes aside, <laughs> this is another bowl game where I think it's only cool because they're playing at Boise State's field. Other than that, I can give two shits about this game. Yeah, I don't really care. I have BYU winning though. I have BYU. Uh, taking over Lyle Smith Field at Albertson Stadium. Yeah. I'll, I'll be the odd man out and take Western Michigan. The Smurf Field. Yep. And and you have to take those upsets to win the bowl pickums, but I'm going to stick with BYU. I don't think this is one of them. All right. This is an interesting game. This is an interesting game. Uh, uh, interesting Saturday full of games. Um, I'm going to sit my ass on the couch and watch college football on a Saturday on this game. Yeah. This is going to be one of those Saturdays where you're going to get Memphis and Wake Forest at noon, Houston and Army after that, and then Buffalo Troy in, in an Army. interesting Dollar General Bowl matchup at 7. Which is going oh, to be a good game. It's and, right down the road. Right. I mean, I'm actually going to be in Mobile, but I'm not going to that game. Uh, you t- you want to talk about Mobile, Alabama? You're not gonna, or you're talk about Montgomery? You're not, not going to talk about how Mobile. shitty Mobile is? Okay, Lad People Stadium is... Okay, I'm about to say this, but not in like a v- extremely serious manner. Like, Lad People Stadium is a historic field. Like, it has a lot of history behind it. It's home of the Senior Bowl. Uh, a lot of college football tradition comes from the city of Mobile. Plus, there is shit to do in Mobile. Like, there is stuff you can do in Mobile. Yeah, I'm not sure. A, all the I mean, players are lot, going to I mean, the Explorium. They're gonna go. They're gonna Watch go the check out the USS Alabama. I'm sure they're gonna wander around and do whatever the. Else, whatever else is in Mobile. Or they can go to Bellingrath Gardens. That's why I'm going. They can go hang out with me at Bellingrath. We're going to go look at some Christmas lights. I'm willing to bet they'll be there. Bellingrath is uh, very nice, and they're going to get to where uh, all their stuff that they get from Dollar General, it's going to be awesome. Uh, this is one of the sponsors where it's kind of like, you know the players going to the Fiesta Bowl are super happy getting Madden 19 and Playstations. Yeah, and you then get these Dollar kids, General apparel. These kids are getting Dollar General gift cards for like 50 like bucks. $50 Dollar General. Here you go. Go buy some coffee. And it's like I bought <laughs> some cereal. I bought all my candy for all the movies I've ever, I'm ever going to see. 
for the next 50 times I go to the movies. All right, but in I all seriousness, uh, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, Troy's got the clear home field advantage in this one, being from right up the road. There's a lot of, like, not like tr- hardcore Troy fans around the area, but they're like, oh, I like Troy. I root for Troy. Troy's building a good I mean, football program, too, with uh, with the last I, year's upset over LSU, and then mm-hmm. you have a couple close games here here and there. You know, Troy would have had a really good year. But, Buffalo is a really good team also, though. I think they're 10-2, 10-3. Yeah, they were 10-3. They were upset in their conference championship. They were winning that ball game, and then the whoever they were playing, was it, Northern it was Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois came back, and they beat them. Yep. So I mean I like I have Buffalo winning this game. I, I like too. Buffalo. I think they're just a better team than Troy, even though Troy is playing closer home. All right. Close game though, only one and a half points uh, difference between we, them. We missed that Memphis Wake Forest game. Going and the, that. yeah, we'll 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 go back to the two two other games. Uh, I'm gonna take Troy in this game. Okay. Uh, simply because I I feel like they're building a good program up there, and uh, it they have the home field advantage. That's about that's about it. But like like I said with South Florida, that's not big motivation. But when you play a ten and three team, you're gonna be prepared, you know. Yeah. And I feel like maybe Buffalo coming off that loss in their conference championship uh, is feeling a little bit low, and they're ready to get on with the next. Or season. they could be looking for revenge and come out hot. Maybe, maybe. You never know. In the season uh, on high note. So Memphis and Wake Forest, uh, noon kickoff on ESPN. I'm taking Memphis. I think oh, yeah. the running attack is just gonna be mm. overwhelming. For Wake Forest, this is, not, this is like the easiest game to pick for me. Wake yeah. Forest started off the season halfway decent. They didn't look great. Their defense is terrible. Memphis scores a lot of points. They got a new young head coach who might not be there after this year. They're going to blow Wake Forest yeah, doors it, off. Is there anything? Is there any such thing as a good five-loss team? Because Memphis is a really, really good offensive team. Defensively, not so much. But offensively, this team is so explosive. They have one of the best running backs in the nation. And I think they have this one hands down. It's not going to be close. Yeah, but you want to talk about a team coming off a letdown. They were whooping UCF in the conference yeah. championship. And UCF but comes I was, back and beats them by two scores. I was so happy that when that happened, too. That was like a good, gritty game. Yeah, we'll I was, UCF later, yeah, too. Yeah, that UCF game, uh, they really showed that they can play without McKenzie Milton. They might not be the team that they were without him, but yeah. they definitely can still play. And uh, that's what you look for um, whenever you're looking at UCF, especially whenever you're talking about playoff hopes. Your team can't hinge on one player. Yeah. And they show that they can come back against Memphis. I don't know how Memphis uh, – You, you would think go. when they were up, they could just hand the ball off to their running back and have him uh, ice the game. But nope. anyway, I just, there's no chance Lake Forest can stop them. You want to talk – They could score 70 points in this game. Right. You want to talk about another good, you know – Five, five lost. Team. I think Houston's lost four or five I'm games. I'm very interested in yeah. this game, especially because Kendall there, Riles, their offense quarterback, quarter, offense coordinator. Oh, what are you talking about their quarterback? Is he is he still out? Derek King, he's out for the rest of the year. Okay, yeah. he tore his meniscus. So, so but I'm interested to see watching their offense. Kendall Bryles is rumored to pretty much be locked in as FSU's next offensive coordinator. They're waiting on the bowl game. So I'm really interested in seeing this game, seeing their offense, how it rolls. He's had a great offense everywhere he's went. Yep. He's, he's yeah. definitely a good offense coordinator. I, I like the way he throws the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. And you've seen that from Houston the past past 10 years. They like to toss the ball. Yeah. With Case this is his first year as well, his offense coordinator. But Well, let's see if DeAndre Francois will be Al's quarterback by then. Yeah. I don't Cause think, he, I don't think he will. I think he's transferring. He, he graduated. I think he's a grad transfer. I think he'll be a grad transfer somewhere else. And, you know, I feel like DeAndre would do good in the NFL. I feel like he's got – he, he has the good mechanics. It's going to gonna be interesting to see what happens when he has an offensive line blocking for him. Right. And, I mean, you, you, he got an orange bowl from having a decent team around him. 
Right. Yeah, beat Michigan. That was a hell of a game too. And he can throw toss a football, but he he'll be leaving FSU. It just wasn't a great fit, especially with Willie Taggart's offense. Uh, be interesting to see if Kendall Bryles can bring in somebody. So we'll see. And FSU had a pretty good day of recruiting. So we have got a shitload of offensive linemen and a bunch of linebackers, which is our two biggest positions. Hey, man, need. you're gonna play next year if you want. If you come to me, that's exactly what he said. We got a bunch of JUCO guys that are coming in, and a couple of monsters from yeah. up north too. And well, then you have the possibility of maybe Justin Fields coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. He there's a very good chance he they can't play till 2020. He's gonna apply for a medical hardship, or not a medical hardship, but just a hardship, a, just, just a waiver. Yeah, and that, but he doesn't really have. I believe there's some controversy going on with some racial comments. Yeah, yeah, that was a I member of the that. baseball player was talking a bunch of shit. He was, I guess, drunk and just being stupid and you know being an asshole, obviously, and but he ended up much? getting expe- he got kicked off the team and. I mean, yeah, but that's probably he's probably not even in school anymore. That's one of those, those things where they'll waive that uh, year you have to sit out because, so, uh, like Trayvon Grimes. Uh, that happened with him and uh, his mother's Ohio dying. State and um, and well it was the it was the coach at the coach with all yeah the, Ryan Day no 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 I believe it was Zach Smith or not Ryan Day he got he recently got hired yeah uh, Zach, Zach Smith Zach Smith with all the uh, you know abuse scandal and, go, yeah. and that going on he also had this going on with Trayvon and I believe that's one reason why he was able to get away so quickly. But FSU does need a quarterback to build their team around. They lost it, Sam Howell, a four-star yeah. recruit out of North Carolina. Mac Brown coming in with a cigar. And, yeah, he, he leaves. I don't know why. I guess he had a really good relationship with Walt Bell, and Walt Bell leaves to become a head coach. I don't understand that. Walt Bell's never, like, established himself as a quarterback guru. He's so going it's to a small weird. school, though. I think he's going to UMass. Yeah, UMass. But, anyway, it's fine. We lost Sam, Sam Powell. Pal, sorry. We'll, hopefully we bring in someone the next cycle or Justin Fields. <laughs> Fields would fit the system perfectly, but also he's talking about going to Ohio State right now. Right. Real real quick, I have Army beating Houston. Yeah, we need to get back to Houston beating Army. I have Army beating Houston on account of that quarterback being out. Yeah. I, I wanted to see if he was coming back, but that torn meniscus isn't going to heal anytime soon. Again, Army's had a great season. Props to them. I just think Houston's probably a better team. I mean – Anything could happen. Man. This is one of the ones I was more iffy on picking. Hey, Army beat San Diego State last Army's year. Army's a 10-win team this year, right? Hell of a game. San Diego yeah, they're trying, to, they're trying to win 11 games yeah, the first time, well, I think, are, ever. Yeah, 10-2, yeah. I was about to say, Navy is not an extra game for them. All right. Um, and the late-night game, it's a home <laughs> game for Hawaii um, and Louisiana Tech. I got Hawaii winning this game yeah. on account of jet lag. Yeah, that's pretty much my I, process. <laughs> I think I have Louisiana Tech winning this ball game. I mean, they get to this game early, right? They're there. I think oh, this game is on Saturday. I think they arrive Monday. Yeah. Still, they're, Hawaii's in Hawaii. They'll have fans out. Gonna Someone's going to fall in a volcano. It's going to be way, way too touristy. Yeah, I just think that, you again, this is one of those – this is a bowl game that's happened for a long time, too. They used to play this bowl game on Christmas Day. So, yeah. like, that's a bowl game that's going to always be cool to do because you get to go to Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. I know it's cool for the Hawaii people, like we've been talking about a couple other schools, but Louisiana, do you get wrapped up in the fact that you're in Hawaii and, and Hawaii is more business-like for them? I don't know. I picked Hawaii. I picked Hawaii as well. I'm not seeing anything outstanding besides I, I believe they have an all-right quarterback in uh, Kelowna Castle. Um, I – think they were saying he's going to be the next Colt Brennan. I don't think that's true, but from the talk, you know, they might be able to sling it around on a not-so-good Louisiana Tech team. Yep. That's about it. Um, 
after that, you get a break until Wednesday, and then you get some decent bowl games in Boston College and Boise State. Um, Boise. I'm taking Boise in this Boise. one. In I'm interested to watch this game. I've, I've saw BC play a couple times this season. They're very up and down. BC is a team to watch out for next year. They're really young at key positions. But Boise plays FSU first game of the season, so I'm really interested in that. But I think they're going to win this one pretty easy. Boston College was one of those teams this year where – uh, you saw the excitement around the program when they were like, we're ranked for the first time since Matty Ice. And, and then they lose to they FSU. Lose. <laughs> they lose to FSU. Yeah, and FSU, oh, man, the fact that y'all were treating that as an upset. It was. <laughs> it is given That's the fact, so bad, though. It is given the fact that FSU wore all black. Against Boston College. Against Boston like College. the 90th time. We lose every single time. Every time they wear all black like versus Boston College, they all lose. Within two minutes I think it, I think – uh, they do that because you don't like it's garnet and gold versus garnet and gold, so you don't want to mix it up. Yeah, but well, that is why they do it. They lose yes. every single time they do it. Tell Boston College we're Not something fucking different. Not this time. It's our home field. Cocksuckers. Come up with a Doug Flutie uniform. Yep. Hey, All right. Go, Boise. Yeah, I'm picking Boise in this one. Uh, quick Lane Bowl. Minnesota versus Georgia Tech. I'm picking Georgia Tech because it's Paul, Paul Johnson's Johnson. last yeah. game. <laughs> Paul Johnson's last game. You're going to see the triple option ran like the triple option's never been run before. <laughs> it's going to be clicking on I, all cylinders. I do have Georgia, uh, Georgia Tech running in this game, but apparently the new coach that's coming in is cleaning house. Yeah, and he's not running Well, you have to. Probably, you can't run the triple. You can't run. Yeah, the, probably not going to be seeing the triple option in Georgia Tech anymore. He's going to be talking to guys. It's going to be the read option. <laughs> this is a post route. <laughs> what? What? I thought I'd just run that way. A route tree? No, I can give it to that guy, that guy, or I can keep it. That's it, right? <laughs> no, we're doing it. We're you, you got to leave. You have to throw it forward. So, Georgia Tech 0-12 next year, right? <laughs> no. I th- rebuild year. <laughs> I think it's going to be a rebuild year uh, on account of them having triple option players um, running a new system. But the thing about triple option players is they are very disciplined in their game plan, and they know how, how to – you know, oh, these play are smart kids. assignment football because you have to whenever you're playing the triple option. You know, if if he yeah. does this, you do this. It's it's very cut and clear. And I feel like if they get a good offensive minded, co- offensively minded coach in there, um, I feel like they'll follow his lead. And if they get a quarterback who can throw the ball decent, I feel like they can have a good year. Maybe not, maybe not nine and three, maybe not eight and five, but yeah. maybe seven and five. I don't think they're gonna go defeated. And George X is one of those like. Prestigious schools. They're going to have smart kids. They're going to be disciplined. Right. You're talking so. about Calvin Johnson. You're talking about a school with a history of a strong offensive line. You know, yeah. it's in Atlanta. It's in a good city. You know, kids are going to go there. They they have recruiting potential. And they're going to win this bowl game. Yep. <laughs> I agree. What about the Cheese It Bowl? And the Cheese It Bowl. I like this bowl, and I like. I'm interested. I in love Cheez Its. Right. I do love Cheez Its. <laughs> you got to get a bag Make it of cheesy. I got a couple boxes of Cheez Its at my house. I, I love the parody David Blaine Cheez It sketch where he like ends up on the roof. He's it like, Cheez Its! I love that. That's a wild reference that I've never I love heard everything. Yeah, it's, that's like it. I'm pulling that one out of the bag. I love it. Um, I'm taking California. Me too. Uh, just because TCU has disappointed me all season long. Wasn't there a quarterback at the beginning of the year? He's transferring to Missouri, right? That's Kelly Bryant. Yeah, no, they, they no, got another think, one. They got I, another one. Uh, I think he might be the one. TCU, like Shane Robinson or whatever his name was. Yeah. Sean Robinson. Yeah, it was Sean Robinson. 
Yeah, Missouri, I heard he's transferring to Mizzou. Missouri did. Which did is interesting because Kelly Bryant, I would assume, would win that job. He's going to win the job, but yeah. at the same time, you never know what How happens. old is that kid? Uh... That'd be interesting Probably young because Kelly Bryant would only have a year. That's what I'm thinking too. He might just be young and thinking I'll sit for you. He might have to sit out. I don't know what his uh, status is. I'm not familiar sophomore. with TCU. He's a sophomore. Yeah, so he'll so sit he, out a year then have he'll a year to start. Out. He might have a redshirt year to burn too. All right. Um, so who you got? California? You got I have Cal. Cal. All right. Yeah, Cal, Cal started all season hot. TCU did not. <laughs> right. All right. Let's roll through some of these games a little faster. I have to get going in 20 minutes. Gotcha. All right. Temple versus Duke in the Walk-Ons Independence Bowl. Did which... you see Temple's coach outside the, like, uh, what do you call it? Um, he was, like, outside the state capitol giving a huge speech. Like, we're happy to be here. We're going to see which team wants it more. And it was a huge inspirational thing. Temple. I like Duke, man. I really like their quarterback, Daniel Jones. He's a he's actually up there. Um, he's a junior, so I don't know if he's leaving, but they have him ranked as, like, the fifth overall quarterback for the draft. He has good size, 6'5", 230. And he's he's got a real he's just really talented. I do like Duke in this ball game. And I I agree with Davis completely. I really like that quarterback, and I like Duke as well in this we ball are, game. We are wrong. And uh, <laughs> and uh, if you noticed uh, yesterday that uh, the Duke early signing period was done by about eight a.m. because all those Duke players are very punctual. <laughs> right. I didn't notice that. Yeah, they are always on time. All right. All right. Uh, Miami versus Wisconsin in a rematch. Um, not in the same bowl, but. In a rematch, nonetheless, Wisconsin won last year. Wisconsin Mark Rick uh, saying yesterday <clears throat> after early signing day, uh, we have work to do. Yes, you do, Miami. You have a lot of work to I do. I was a sure lot Miami of work to do. Win. You have a lot of recruits to get back to after Manny Diaz took a job. He's a head coach somewhere else now, wherever, yeah. wherever it may be. Well-deserved from him, too. He's been Definitely. a good coordinator. But uh, Wisconsin wins this game. Miami is very overrated. As much as I would love to be interested in this game, I'm really not. Yep. I'm just going to take Wisconsin and uh, probably do something else that day. Yeah, Wisconsin was a disappointing uh, disappointing for me. Yep. M- m- none more than Miami. I do have Wisconsin. All right. Uh, Baylor versus Vanderbilt. I'm taking Vanderbilt in the Academy Sports and Outdoor Texas Bowl. You know, Vandy can move the ball on offense. They're, uh, they're running back. Um, he got hurt in the Florida game, or else Florida would have been in major trouble during that game. Let me get his name out there because he's worth it. I haven't watched a bunch of either of these teams. I'm just taking Baylor. I like the offenses in the Big 12. They're fun to watch. So that's the only thing I'm basing this on. <laughs> Baylor, I mean, Baylor was a one-win team last year, dealing with all the shit that they've been dealing with. So yep. uh, I do like Vanderbilt this game, though. Keyshawn Vaughn, uh, let me pull up his stats real quick. Here, I'll, t- uh, I'll just keep going with it. Keyshawn Vaughn literally is running the ball all over teams, and that's teams like Georgia, Tennessee. You, he's running the ball all over SEC teams, and I think he's going to be the reason why Vanderbilt wins this game. I don't think the defense can hold uh, hold him in from Baylor. Yeah, well, they, the defense definitely can't hold him from Baylor. There's no doubt about that. It'll probably be a high-scoring game. But I think Baylor's just used to scoring more consistently than Vanderbilt is. All right. Moving on to Purdue versus Alabama in the yeah. Franklin American Mortgage Music Alabama, City. Yeah. No, I, I am this. looking forward to this game. Auburn. Yep, there you go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Purdue versus Auburn. Mm. Yeah, Purdue. Game. Purdue. Purdue. I'm taking Purdue also. Purdue. Let's go. They cut the grass a little bit higher in Purdue. <laughs> yep. And in the Music City Bowl also. Uh, that grass is very nasty. I don't like it. Now, Purdue wants to be in this game more. Auburn had higher aspirations at the beginning of the season. Purdue wins. Purdue does win inspired. if Purdue. they have a good day. And that quarterback, uh, 
What's the name? What's the name? I'm bad at this. Yeah, you are bad at this. I can't remember. I can't remember. Drew Brees? Yeah, Drew Brees, right? (laughs) No, he threw the ball all over Ohio State, and uh, with the help of... Uh, some some of the his weapons he has uh, that one really explosive running back. Plus they have that one guy. Um, can't remember his name. He's the kid who has cancer. Yep. So he's been their uh, big inspiration. The big inspiration throughout the year. Oh, Blau. Is wow. it Justin Blau? David Blau. David Blau at quarterback. Close enough. Yep, Blau. Good team, Purdue. Yep. Uh, now we get into the real bowl games. Yeah, the Auburn's going to get blown bowl. away. There you go. <laughs> All right. Ranked team versus ranked team for the first time. For the first time Finally. in the bowl season, this is going to be nice. Uh, Will Greer's not playing in the West West Virginia and Syracuse. Syracuse game. I, I'm going to take Syracuse on account of Will Greer being that, absent. I haven't mm, seen the backup. That has a lot to do with, or with what I'm picking, too. I watched Syracuse play a couple times this year. I think they got a really good team for Syracuse, of course, uh, without Will Greer in. They come out fired up. They want to beat this West Virginia team. Prove that they deserve to be there. I still think West Virginia is a pretty good offense, though, but I think that their defense will do a good job of shutting them down since they'll have the backup in, so I do have Syracuse. Yep. I like the wide receiver for West Virginia, though, Sills, he's a monster. He's he is a, a monster. He, he definitely has a future in the NFL, but is he playing in this ballgame? I think so. I, he, I think he has a decent draft stock, at least as a receiver. Is he old enough to go yet? Yeah, he's a senior. Oh, I didn't know he was a senior. Pretty sure he is. Okay, well, he was originally recruited by USC as a quarterback, and then he got to USC and it didn't yeah, work out. Yeah, he transferred. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I'm, I I like him a lot, but I'm picking Syracuse. We do our research on this podcast, Yeah, mind you. <laughs> I don't know what people's years are. I know they're good at football. <laughs> I don't know people's names, <clears throat> but he can play ball. So, yeah, that's the, that's the Camping World Bowl. That is the Camping Woo! World Bowl, which, you know, you could take a quick trip down to Orlando and probably get a $5 ticket to that game. To be honest, they're not going to fill the stadium. It'll be worth it. It's going to be a fun game It'll to be watch. a fun game to watch. And even more fun game to watch. And Let's go. This, this game, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm creaming my panties over this game, really. Uh, Iowa State, Washington State. Let's go. It, I got Washington State coming, coming back and winning after their loss to Washington uh, in the Snow Globe Bowl that they played at Washington. I, I, think, I think that's just – yeah. They they got to come out throwing the ball, you know. And mm-hmm. Iowa State's got a great defense. It's going to be a great matchup to watch. I'm taking Washington State, yep. just because I I want to see them in this season with a win. Well, first off, it's blasphemy, just absolute anarchy that Washington State is not in a New Year's Six bowl. True, I agree. So I think they're going to be upset about that. They're going to win this ball game over Iowa State. Although Iowa State, they're super solid against teams that are better than them. They're yeah. really solid. They always play They're those games so tough. Iowa State struggled against Drake. Drake, that makeup game that they played, mm-hmm. they had to score a game-winning touchdown with a, a, less than a minute to go to win that ball game. Um, and that's, a, that's just a weird team that they are. They play real tough against those good teams like West Virginia earlier in the year. Yeah. Washington State should be in like the Sugar Bowl or something. Yeah, it, But they, they pretty much told them Rhodes Bowl or bust. Yeah, and that sucks because having Mike Leach in one of those big bowl games is always so much fun. And we love Mike Leach on this podcast. We know he wanted to play in the Rose Bowl like he did when he was 7-5 and five that one year. Um, Minshew and his mustache and Mike Leach, they're just going to come in hot, beat this Iowa State team. That is a good team Still, and did have a good season. Just a, just a crying shame that they were left out of a New Year's Six Bowl. All right, go ahead and talk about your stupid team. 
This, All right. I, I really am. All right, Florida, Michigan. I'm excited for this game just to see Florida play in the Mercedes-Benz Super, uh, Superdome for – It is – that's not the Superdome. It's Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Is it a stadium? Yeah. Yes. So, so in Mercedes- Atlanta. Okay. Can you not call this the Superdome also, though? This no, Superdome that's, is, that's – the Superdome will always be the Superdome. But this is Just big. one day they added the Mercedes-Benz in front this of This stadium it. is like – better than the Superdome. Yeah. Like, this dome is better than the Superdome. Have you seen the giant-ass hawk that they, or I guess it's a falcon. That it's the new Superdome. It. It's pretty badass. When you go look at it, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm very jealous. I'll Davis is going to be on the field live reporting for his radio show. So that that's going to be exciting just to be there in that atmosphere. Um, Michigan's got three players out. Yeah. They have uh, two of their biggest defensive players in, uh, I believe, a linebacker and and uh, uh, Devin, uh, Bush. Yeah, Devin Bush. Devin Bush. He's a he's a linebacker, isn't he? Yeah, he's one of the best linebackers in the nation, and uh, one of the best he, defenses in the nation because he, of him. He is also he was injured. He, I think he injured himself. Either that, or he's saying he's injured just so he can use that as the excuse rather than I'm a junior and want to preserve my uh, health, so I'm just going to sit this one out. Right, and now they're running back. Uh, Karan Higdon is also out, uh, announcing that he's not playing because he's foregoing uh, for the NFL draft. So that sucks. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, Michigan is excited. Um, they had a really good draft class, but also the last not time draft they played, class recruiting class coming in. Uh, well, they last time they played, they got whooped by Ohio State. Right, and so to me, are are they a good? Uh, are are they one of the best defenses in the nation? Because you just let your rival put sixty two points up on you. Yeah, and your your best players who help contribute to that they are going to be out. So I don't know how this team's going to respond to that, but you still have Shea Patterson at quarterback, and you still have a lot of weapons on offense. I can't really name them all, but yeah. they do have weapons on offense without a doubt. So Florida and that defense, they still have their hands full. Florida's offense has been you know lackadaisical for you know. You know, a lot of big games, and I feel like this is a game where they have to come out and they have to play really, really good offense. The defense can't do it all because that's what helped against LSU was having a really strong defense to help shut it down. And in this game, we need that defense, but offense has to do something too. So Felipe Franks over here shushing his own crowd. He (laughs) needs to make sure he can follow through if he wants to be the starting quarterback next year. My co-host on... Uh, my Saturday show believes that, uh, my goodness, I'm blanking on our backup quarterback's name. Not not Travis. Emory Jones. Emory Jones. He yeah. thinks Emory Jones is going to start that game since he didn't play against – wait, did he play against Florida State? No, he, he, no, did, he did not. not. He, he did not. So it preserves his eligibility for – it preserves his red shirt for next year. I, but I, I think you'll see some packages with Emory in there. I don't think he's going to start. I don't either. think he's going to start, but I think he'll for sure play. Th- yeah, he's going to play. Because he can use a red shirt. He's going to play. I feel like they're going to have some packages with him and Kadarius Tony in. And that's what I'm looking for. I think Dan Mullen at the end of the season after the South Carolina game – realized that Kadarius Tony is the best athlete on the Florida Gators football team right now. For and sure. He, he reminds me of Percy Harvin. He, he reminds me of Percy Harvin, but he's a little bit different in that I think he's he's not as fast, but he's way more shifty than Percy. He's not as clutch either. He'll drop the ball on like a, like a punt. He, he'll try and return it. He'll muff the punt. But uh, other than those few mistakes that I've seen from him, uh, he'll run 90 yards to get a first down, you know? He'll juke everyone on the field. He's one of those explosive players that you have to get the ball to, and I feel like Dan Mullen, with all this time uh, he has before the bowl game, I feel like he's going to prepare and put in new packages that 
no one has even seen this whole season, and we're going to be surprised at how loose the offense runs. That's that's what I think. I think he's going to, you know, it's going to open up kind of like the Georgia game did, where they do a flea flicker and they'll go for like a long, a long pass and try and make it. Florida has to make a big, you know, a big statement in this ball game, especially moving forward in the next year and continued recruiting because you're still, even though early signing day was yesterday, there's still people out there that are going to be signing. So Florida needs to make a huge statement in this game to set themselves up right next year because they do have a lot of players returning next year. They're losing some key defenders. Chauncey Garner Johnson's leaving. Ja'Kai Polite, uh, he's leaving. There's other players on defense that really were big difference makers. They're all leaving. So, and we're losing an offensive tackle, I believe, as well. So that offensive line is going to be a little bit more right. thin. It's going to be uh, very competitive this spring. We we have ten early enrollees into the into the university. So you're going to have those guys in early, and you have seven offensive linemen coming in in this recruiting class for Florida. So they're rebuilding that O line definitely. And uh, you know you might not hit on all of them, but you might hit on one or two of them. And I would imagine if Emory, let's not Emory, let's say Felipe Franks is a good game and Florida does win this ball game. I, I think I would imagine that Felipe will be the named starter going into the year, but Emory Jones is definitely going to be in the conversation. Oh, he's going to be in the conversation, and he'll be in some games. He'll, he'll be. Uh, they'll probably run a two-quarterback system if he can keep it up. Yeah, Dan, but Dan's mind's open. So I have Florida winning this ball game. I say that as a Gator fan, but I also say that in hopes that they'll actually come through and beat Michigan. It's been a long time since we've – I don't think we've ever beaten Michigan. Never actually. beat Michigan, 0-4. We are 0-4. I went to the 2007 Capital One game when Tebow – it was after he won his Heisman. And yeah, we were at lose. both those games. We were at both those games. And then, yeah, you the were there. last year. We didn't was, know each other yeah, then. Yeah, we didn't know each other but then. But then last the year, the season opener at AT&T Stadium, <laughs> you, you, me, Troy, and – Oh, God. Trip. Yeah, yeah Trip. The four of us – Caravaned on over there, and yeah, man, we lost. Yeah, we we lost, but and I got fucked up. But it it uh it wasn't like an ass beating up until maybe late in the third quarter because Florida pulled off those two pick sixes uh against against uh, Michigan offense that was struggling, and their offense is better this year is it way better maybe not way better no. so I, I feel like florida since last year has improved way more than michigan has and i'm taking florida in this game they're gonna get their first win over michigan so I think it's a big ball control game uh can be a little low, I agree. low scoring i think michigan's better at that so since i do need to move on here in just a few minutes yeah, can we tackle these semifinal games yeah, real quick them. which are going to be on the same day Let's tackle. We can skip South Carolina, Virginia. And yeah, a lot of those other games. I have South great. Carolina. I have Nevada, I think. And then, yeah, here we are. At yep. the South Carolina, Same. Nevada, me too. Same. All right. Uh, Clemson, Notre Dame. I'm very interested in this game. I think Clemson's going to pull it out uh, just, just because I feel like they're the better team and they have the high-powered offense. And Notre Dame's had a long layoff. Maybe that's good to get players healthy. Maybe it's not. Maybe maybe they come out, you know, come out rusty or whatever. Rusty. I don't know. I'm I'm very interested in it too because I feel like all these hard teams that like the tough schedule, you get quote unquote the Notre Dame's played. All of those teams were down, right? So I don't know how great of a schedule. You know that Michigan win looks good, but Michigan did get blown out by Ohio State with the best team they played besides Notre Dame. So I think Clemson's a better team. I think they win. I think they cover. I'm huge on Clemson in this game. Yeah, Clemson heavily favored in this ball game. And hey, Trevor Lawrence, I don't know if I've ever seen a freshman quarterback as talented as he. He is such a yep. pure quarterback. Uh, 
just so talented all around. I know in high school as a freshman, he unseated the then starting quarterback who was either a junior or a senior. Yep. But even that guy switching to tight end went on to Alabama. So <laughs> uh, he just went to a good high school. I, I, I love Notre Dame's – I love Notre Dame's quarterback, Ian Book. I think they have a really yeah. solid defense. I think this will be a better game. I think Notre Dame can cover. I really do, but I have Clemson winning this ball game. But What's I think the spread? No, 13. Okay. Yeah, I think that's about right. I think Clemson will probably win by like two touchdowns. That defensive line they have, just you can't emulate that with anybody else you've played or in practice at all. No. They're going to be in Ian Book's face the entire night. He's a, how, how old is Ian Book? He's not a freshman. He's he? a junior. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's so, a junior. He's going to come back next year. He's got a little bit of experience, but, man, I just yeah. don't he see He doesn't it. have any draft stock, so he's going to be back I think next Clemson's year for sure. a very complete team, so <laughs> – Maybe you see a lot of screens from the Notre Dame offense just kind of set off that pass rush. But really, if you do that, all Clemson has to do is leave those linebackers and those those corners and the safeties up a little bit to account for, you know, the screens. Because you already have a good pass rush in your D-line. Do you really need to blitz that much with your second and third levels? You know, you really don't when you just have a monster D-line like that. I, I just think they're too powerful. True. Yep. All right, so Clemson for me. Clemson. Clemson. Clemson all around. Now the yep. game that's going to be the most exciting. Yep. And I, I'll say I thought Alabama was going to blow the doors off Georgia. I was wrong. Alabama There's really. No way that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, Alabama did not look great to me in that game. I feel and like they look great and uh, just just if you give Georgia credit for being – I think Georgia is the second best team in the, in the nation. We'll see. We will see. I – uh, I don't know if Georgia's the second-best team in the nation, but they really brought it to Alabama, which I, I expected because it's the SEC championship. They yeah. were the fourth-ranked team. They win the ball game. They had a chance. And then there was, that, there was also that argument, if they played Alabama close, maybe they'd still stay in. But it was hard yeah. to pass up Oklahoma. And maybe this, maybe if Kirby doesn't do a fake punt on 4th and 11 on his own side of the field, ass call. maybe it makes doing? Alabama go down the whole whole field and they don't score. Was you know? Tua hurt going into that game? or was? I mean, he was he shaken up because he had been he's hurt, been hurt say, the season. last three games. Yeah, was yeah. when he was really getting rattled, and that's when you started seeing his performance start I didn't know, slowing Yeah, down. I thought he was hurt, and then he got hurt. Like he, I remember him getting sacked on one play and coming up so limp. But it, they're saying that he... Like he's not, he's still gonna be banged up coming into this game too. It seems like. But they're expecting him to start. Yeah, they're that still expecting was him to now start. That, yeah. that's that was just the word is he's expected to start. There was no confirmation. I mean, you think Nick Saban's gonna come out and tell you what you want to hear? No. Yeah. And I honestly don't think it matters for their offense. Jalen Hurts could start this game and he score could. fifty on. Oklahoma. Yeah, Jalen Hurts God. took over the wheels what in a, that Georgia game. What a redemption story! I know yep. it was awesome for him to do, have the exact opposite thing happen, except for in a, it's still a meaningful so, game. But. All right. Well, this game, I'm going to give my point, and then I'm going to go ahead and skedaddle. All right. So this is going to be a game where Oklahoma, they're so used to playing those Big 12 defenses, well, you're not going to get that Big 12 defense. I think Oklahoma's offense, though, is very powerful still. It's just not going to put up the points, I think, that they normally would, like, let's say, against Oklahoma State or Texas. So with that being said, Alabama, well, they banged up Tua, even with a healthy Jalen, I still don't think that it could be enough. I think point. I think offensively, Oklahoma may just have a little bit more firepower, but their defense is weak. So that's where I think that they could get in trouble. But I do have Oklahoma upsetting Alabama and winning this ball game. Wow. I'm going with Alabama um, just because I feel like Alabama's defense is one of the best defenses in the nation, and they'll get a pick or two off the Heisman. 
Heisman winner in Kyler Murray. Well, that's the thing. I think Alabama's defense is obviously there's no doubt about it, the best defense Kyler Murray is going to play in his college career. But you have to have a special player to come in and beat this Alabama team, and Kyler Murray is that special player. You watch him against that Texas team whenever both times, whenever they needed to play the most, he's throwing a dime straight to the receiver. He's shaking somebody and you getting around him. Like they had no one's seen all they always say, Kyler Murray it's never gonna see a, uh, hasn't seen a defense like this. Alabama hasn't seen a quarterback like Kyler Murray. Baker Mayfield last year put up what forty on that Georgia defense too. It's right. the same thing. He almost <clears throat> upset that Georgia team. I think it, this can be a lot closer than everyone thinks so. And have you seen the spread? What is it? It favors Alabama by fourteen. By yeah. fourteen. It's a ridiculous number. I definitely have Oklahoma. I'll take Oklahoma yeah. covering. I don't know if I'm going to take them to win. I'm again. taking them to win because I just think they you got so close to beating Georgia last year. It is a different team, but I I really think they come out. They don't lose against the SEC team in the first round again. Alabama is. I lost a lot of faith in Alabama after that Georgia game. I don't think they're that all world beating team that we thought they were at the beginning of the season. It just goes back to what we've been saying on this podcast. Their schedule wasn't hard. They didn't play very many <clears throat> difficult teams. They played a couple of good teams, but not any great teams. And I do think Oklahoma's a great team. Whether their defense sucks, <clears throat> Oklahoma's going to want to win. They have to put up fifty points probably. Okay. So I and think they can do it. I might change my mind. I'm I'm seeing Alabama by a touchdown right now though. All right, um, and who do you have winning in your Oklahoma versus Clemson national championship matchup? Oklahoma. I have Oklahoma on my thing as the national champion. So you're riding the Trevor Lawrence train all the way through the national championship. I like it. Um, what? I, no, I wait, like no, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Or Kyle, Kyler Kyler Murray. Murray. Sorry, sorry. Um, Although, I mean, hey, if Trevor Lawrence wins, or if Clemson were to win it all, that would be cool too. But I do have Oklahoma winning it all. Someone else. I would like to see a Clemson-Oklahoma National Championship game just because it'd be a different game than we've seen the past, what, five years in the National Championship? That would be very interesting. You know, no Alabama, and then you still have Clemson. But All right, boys, I really have to go. I have to go do another radio show. In the meantime, right. thanks for coming. this is Davis signing this out. Is. We'll finish it up. Go Sooners and Gators. Boys. Oh, wait, who do you have in the USC-LSU game? That's interesting. USC-LSU? Or UCF. I have UCF. UCF? Undefeated national champions. Good. All right. And they're going to do another parade, but they should do this parade for McKenzie. Yeah. All right. right. Let's finish it up. Yeah. Um, See ya. We'll move on uh, to these these bowl games. Afterwards, after the uh, playoffs... On the 31st, Cincinnati, Virginia Tech. I got uh, Cincinnati winning that. I don't. Yeah, like Virginia, Virginia Tech's Tech. not a great team. They did what FSU did last year where they had to reschedule to get in a bowl, but they actually have to play a decent team on like FSU last year. Since he's going to beat them. Since he's going to beat them. And then uh, you got the Hyundai Sun Bowl. Stanford versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not bad. You know, they bad. played in the ACC Championship, got beat by Clemson, but who didn't? Um, but Stanford's. I got I got Stanford in this game. Bryce uh, Love not playing though. Bryce Love's not playing, but their other running back who's shared a lot of the snaps this year. Yeah, pretty much the same caliber. I'm not going to say the same caliber as Bryce Love. Bryce Love is a better running back, but under their current offense uh, and their current running backs coach, we haven't seen much production out of Bryce Love or the running game in general this year from Stanford. Yep. So I'm still taking Stanford. Uh, I just think they're the better team. It's going to be a decent game to watch though. Right. Um, the Red Box Bowl, Michigan <laughs> State, Oregon. Yeah, this one, I think Oregon wins. I know their records are close, but I think Oregon's just a better team. Is Herbert playing in this game? I'm not sure. Um, I believe he is. I haven't heard I'm that he's out. I'm pretty sure he is, yeah. Um, 
I think Oregon's feeling good. Uh, they they just got the number one recruit in the nation in uh, yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau, and and uh, Michigan State lost against an Arizona State team in the Pac-12 already. I don't see them beating a better Oregon team from the Pac-12. Exactly. Yeah, I think Oregon wins this game. Not a huge blowout, but pretty easily. Right. Um, AutoZone, Liberty Bowl, Missouri, Oklahoma State. Very interesting ball game. Uh, I really would like to see Drew Luck, Drew Luck come in um, and toss the ball all over Oklahoma State. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a decently high-scoring game. Uh, Missouri is a better team, though, in my opinion. Uh, again, like I said, there's going to be a lot of points, but Missouri's going to win by like two touchdowns. And, you know, I, I got to watch Missouri whoop the shit out of Florida, and I think that might have been their best offensive production performance this whole season was against Florida. Yeah. And when, when they're kicking on all cylinders, it, it's tough to stop. Yeah, it's tough to stop. And I don't see uh, Oklahoma State's defense being able to stop Drew Lock tossing the ball over the field. Yeah, if Oklahoma State wants to keep up, they have to score on almost every drive. So. Right. Northwestern and Utah in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I think Northwestern is the most overrated what a team. Mouthful. Of the, the most overrated team of the year. They're a respectable team. For SDCCU sure. Stadium. <laughs> yeah, it just shows you how ridiculous these bowl games are. Davis didn't get to make his point about how there should be less, but I disagree with him. <laughs> I disagree with him too. Uh, it's awesome for these, a lot of these players these small schools never played in a big game in their life. They get to go get a vacation. It's, right. That's awesome. And we joke about the Dollar General Bowl and getting something. Well, at least these players are getting something, you know? Yeah. And and uh, that we have 41 bowls now. Uh, you know, let's have 50 in five years. Cap it. Right. Cap it at 50. Cap that's it at 50. Number. That's enough. Uh, you know, once you get to the Martha Stewart frying pan bowl, it, it, that's, that's Martha about, Stewart tax evasion. Bro. Right. That's are <laughs> 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 played on the same day as the tax tax uh, Slayer, Slayer Gator, yeah. Gator Bowl. Yeah, I would love to see that. Um, no, but just I think, the next bowl game. That is that is perfect timing. Oh no, I was gonna say Northwestern. I think is the most overrated team uh, of the year. Like I said, they're a decent team. They play in a bad conference and the bad side of that conference. Right. And they did make it to the championship game. A lot of people thought they were going to be Ohio State, which was dumb. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was dumb. Um, but in Utah's, I think they they win this game. I think Utah wins this game. Utah uh, has played good football all season. Like you said, I think Northwestern's a little bit overrated. I think I might have uh, picked them to. Yeah, you did. Beat Ohio State. All right, that was dumb. It was dumb, but at the same time, I was just I was just hoping and. And the fact that Ohio State has not performed all year besides that Michigan game, to me, um, I was looking at that. And I was thinking Northwestern would come in motivated. They did not play motivated football that They're game. They're just not a good team. They just they, they didn't show they're a good enough team to win that game, and I don't think they're a good enough team to beat Utah. Fair. All right, Taxler, Gator Bowl, NC State, Texas A&M. I like Jimbo and the Aggies in this game. Yeah, NC State uh, kind of faltered. They started off really hot. They thought they might be able to beat Clemson and take the uh, ACC Atlantic, but their defense wasn't there. Their defense isn't there, and Jimbo Fisher's played this team so many times, I think he comes in and wins. Yep, and Jimbo's building a, a squad. And he had very good, good recruiting class. Good recruiting class. But he had really good recruiting classes at FSU, and he drove that into the shithole, so let's see. <laughs> so we'll see. All right, Mississippi State versus Iowa in the Outback Bowl. Iowa's second home, pretty much. Uh, yeah. They play in the Outback Bowl more than uh, more than Outback. 
has sponsored the Outback Bowl. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I don't know. They they have they have a backload. What is that? Is that like the fifth SEC team or the fourth or the sixth SEC team that gets into that bowl? Isn't it something like that? Yeah, something like that. And Iowa is usually a tough team to play um, for these SEC teams. Uh, for some reason, in in the Outback Bowl. Well, it's um, a, they're another ball control team. You know, they're they're right. big guys and they're just gonna run down your throat, throw it to their tight end, aka George Kittle. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think Mississippi State's a good football team. I just uh, haven't seen their offense click like and it did. It's a new coach, and he's running a new system with players that aren't his. But it's a new coach from the Big Ten who has played Iowa in the past. Yeah. And he knows how to game plan for him, and they've had struggles against Iowa when when he was at Penn State. Um, I think I took – I, I think took, I took Iowa in this game, but I'm going to switch it, and I'm going to go with Mississippi State. I took Mississippi State. I think I'm going to switch and go with Mississippi State just because I feel like uh, they're going to be able to game plan for for an Iowa team. They they know what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball, try and control the clock. Yeah, and I think Mississippi State can play that same game. You know, we, I watched that game against LSU where they ran the ball. 50% of their plays were quarterback runs, and they were getting gaining yards on a – Tough defense to run the ball on. So, I think uh, Mississippi State wins that game. Yeah, if Nick Fitzgerald can throw the ball when he needs to, I feel like – That's going to be a low-scoring game that you probably don't want to watch, in my opinion. I like defensive ball games. I'm going to watch it. I do, too. This this is another one of those days, uh, Tuesday, uh, New Year's Day. I hope I don't have to work. And I'm going to sit my butt on the couch and watch some college football and enjoy enjoy 2019. I'm going to be ordering food, so you need to work. (laughs) (laughs) We can order food together. It's fine. We can order waiter together. All right. Kentucky versus Penn State. This this is why I want to sit sit at home and watch these games because you got Kentucky and Penn State and then LSU and UCF playing at the same time. You know, I'm taking, I think, man. Kentucky to me. This is easy. I think Penn State was another overrated team because they play in a bad conference. That's why that conference isn't in the, uh, the playoff. They're one of the two Power Five, or no, they're the only Power Five left out. Or no, are they? Who, who's the damn the damn? Uh, Pac-12 is out too. They're not in. So there's the SEC. You got the big the Big Twelve, and you got ACC. ACC is in, and then Notre Dame's an independent. Oh, that's what it is. So there's the two Power out. Fives out. Yeah, that's what's throwing me off. Yeah, so I just think that the uh, Big Ten was very overrated conference this season. Penn State lost three games in that conference, even, even though they did play Ohio State tough. I think Kentucky is – like I've been talking about how I think Kentucky's a good team all year. I think Kentucky's a good team too. Uh, and as long as they can get that running game going, uh, we've seen Kentucky struggle against a good Missouri team, against, against Georgia, you know who yeah. I think is one of the better teams in the nation. And if Benny Snell and uh, Terry Wilson get going, that's that's a deadly combination right there. I I have Kentucky winning this ball game. I think it's a pretty easy win for them, too. I, I, McSorley I might have something to say about I that. I won't count McSorley out. Uh, I think if he can toss the ball all over Kentucky, th- then they'll have a good game, too. But I'll take Kentucky in this game. Let's save the UCF game for last. Okay. All right. Washington versus Ohio State. Same day. Same day. Presented by Northwestern Mutual. <laughs> uh, I'm, I don't know about this Who? game. I, I picked Washington um, mainly because their defense is better than Ohio State's. Ohio State's defense is Swiss cheese. Uh, they got Jake Browning in his last game. It might be Dwayne Haskins' last game, too. I don't know. I like I liked Washington during the season. They disappointed me a couple of times. They're still a 10-win team. They're the Pac-12 champion, right? Yeah, they have to be. They're in the Rose Bowl. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, I think 
I think I'm going with Washington. I think the Pac-12 is a little bit better than the Big Ten. Not uh, not by a large margin. They are the two teams that are left out. Two Power 5 conference champions left out of the playoff. I I, I think I'm taking Washington to win. I'm going to take Ohio State. Um, on account of, I think, Urban's passing that torch to Ryan Day. And we saw early in the season how Ohio State's defense or offense was way more productive under Ryan Day than it was under Urban Meyer. Yeah. Uh, I think once Urban got in there, he didn't want to lose, so it maybe put a constraint on the offense, and they they kind of uh, were a little bit more conservative with it, where I I think the offense under Ohio State runs better whenever it's loose running, kind of like Florida and Dan Mullen, uh, you know, tossing the ball. Yeah, you take risks, and sometimes it won't pay off, but I, I think Ohio State has all the weapons in the world, and they can win this game. I don't think Washington, uh, who lost to Auburn in the beginning of the season, yeah. is a good enough team to stop this Ohio State offense. Yeah, I think Washington's defense is a little underrated. I think they're I, everyone was hot on them coming in. They had a couple bad games, but I think I don't know. I think with Jake Browning's last game, I think they play good. You look good, you play good, you play good, you win. Those Washington State uniforms look good. Home t- home game home field for them. All right. Uh, see, we we have enough. Uh, uh, disagreements on games to make this very a very interesting bowl season. So I like it. Yeah. Um, Texas versus Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. Sorry, Georgia didn't make it, but you're building for the next year. You're building for the future. This is pretty much going to be uh, Alabama, Georgia next three, four years with these recruiting classes coming in like they are. And I, I think Georgia runs all over Texas. Yeah, I want it to be a good game just because the two teams that are in it. And I like Texas for the most part of the season. Um, but Georgia, after watching them against Alabama, they're, they're a good team. They really are. Fromm's a good quarterback. Uh, it looks like they're going to give Justin Fields some reps too. Uh, so that'll be fun to watch. But they're just a better team than Texas is. I believe so. I really want this to be a good game. Texas is going to come in fired up. Georgia is either going to come in pissed off that they didn't get in the playoff or disappointed, kind of like Auburn you know, lost the SEC championship last year. They went and lost to a, a team that – UCF team that probably wasn't as good as they were. Does Georgia come out fired up? Does Georgia come out like a days ago? be interesting to see. I think they'll come out pretty motivated for this game just to prove that they, they still could have been in the playoffs. Yeah. Like Kirby said, um, you asked the man standing – you know, on the other sideline, which team he doesn't want to play. And I guarantee he'll say us. Yeah. So, talking about Nick Saban. All right. So, save this game for last for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl, we already hinted and told you who we were going to pick, but we're going to give you the lowdown Is there right any now. chance UCF loses this game? No, no chance at all. First off, LSU shouldn't be in a New Year's Six game. Three-loss team. I think the they're third SEC team. I think the, they're overrated. They are so overrated. This quarterback, Burrow, is not good. Burrow's good. He, he's the only reason LSU is where they are. He's better than the normal LSU shitbag that they have back there throwing shit at their players like a monkey. That's not a racist. <laughs> he's white. That's yeah, not racist no, exactly. at all. Yeah. He, he actually can throw a football halfway decent. That is, that's not usually what they have at LSU. No, it's not. Um, UCF's defense isn't all there. So I think he, he will be able to throw the ball on him. But I just think UCF comes out and plays motivated football. They well, all get PlayStation. Look what happened in the Memphis game. Memphis came out and uh, took a big lead. UCF had no no business coming back in that game, and they just came out there and willed themselves to a 
two score victory. I don't know what the actual what the final score was, but I think right. it was by two scores. And Memphis is a good football team. You know, yeah. for for what it's worth, Memphis is a good football team. LSU definitely has the harder schedule, which is why they're ranked so high. Obviously, first of all, let me say this: I'm very upset that the Peach Bowl did not put UCF versus Florida. Florida and UCF have been having this Twitter beef uh, on and off this whole season, and and the athletic director is having issues signing uh, a game contract with Florida because he wants. Uh, he wants a home and home game. Yeah, Florida, with Florida. Said they want a two for one. Yeah, two which for makes one. Sense. Which makes sense because we're the bigger school, right? And yeah. they did that with USF as well. Look, UCF, if you guys are going to be in the talk for the playoff talk, like you are now, but no one really was going to put you in there. Yeah. Not this year. And not ever if you're not in a bigger conference or you're not playing big out of conference games. Yeah. Sign the two for one. It's a great deal. You go to Gainesville twice, that's something you can tell your recruits. Look, you want to be on TV? We're going to Gainesville two times in the next three years. You That's know? also how uh, Bob Bowden built up FSU. He said, we'll go anywhere to play anybody, anytime. Nebraska, Michigan, Notre yeah. Dame. These are the games that FSU built their program on back when Bobby started playing. Yeah, and now UCF isn't willing to do it, which is disappointing because I figured they'd be all about it. I figured teams would not want to schedule UCF. And then wouldn't you like to see a Florida-UCF? Like for all the fans of Florida teams here – that would have been the game. Like, Florida, we don't want to see the Florida-Michigan game again. They've played that four times in bowl games, and Florida's lost every time. Yeah. I would rather see a UCF game. We don't get to play them that much. Yeah. And just to have bragging rights over the state of Florida, because that's huge, especially with recruiting. And an LSU-Michigan game, they've never played each other. That would have been interesting for both teams as well. See, I'm just fired up. I just up. have beef with that. UCF is going to win this game. There's no chance they lose it, because the coaching staff is taking- <laughs> The coaching staff is sitting there telling these kids, hey, you want to win a national championship? Go beat LSU. You beat LSU, we declare ourselves national championship again. We have a national championship parade. We get fucking rings. And you're a two-time national champion for most of the team. And you know what? If they go and beat LSU, declare yourself national champion. They're going to. There's no chance they don't. And and by Davis is, you know, by, by the way he's thinking, if Oklahoma wins, they're a number four team, you know... The, and Alabama loses, everyone kind of has this thought like, like, well, maybe we were all wrong about Alabama this year being so good because they weren't playing anybody. And we didn't even look at UCF. Could have let them in. Yeah. Could have let them in. Could have done something, especially with Mackenzie Milton in there. You know, it does I'll, suck that he's not playing, but they came back with the backup against Memphis. I got UCF winning this game. Um, they're, they're pulling. I guess it's an upset. I wonder if LSU is favorite. Um, they have to be. It's, the way they talk trash. UCF about. is number number eight. LSU is ranked number eleven in the nation. Yeah, there's no chance. Mortgage your house. Throw it on UCF. Especially <sighs> what's the uh, what's the line? I'm looking it up. It's got to be something ridiculous in LSU's favor, like ten points. Hold on, I got like heartburn coming up out of my out of my heart, heart and lungs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the UCF has to be a major underdog. Nobody thinks they're gonna win this game. Just like no one thought they were going to beat Auburn. LSU is a seven and a half point favorite in the yep. Fiesta Bowl. Throw your money on UCF. Throw it all. Undefeated 2018 national champs, 2017 national champs, back to back. It's one of those things where. Congrats, UCF. They're just going to throw it in your face, put us in these bigger bowl games. But again, UCF, schedule yourself bigger out of conference games. You know, when you have the chance, play Florida. Yeah. 
play Miami, play FSU. This is all within the state of Florida. Do like Florida does and say we don't play away out of the state of Florida unless we work it out with like like a neutral site game. Yeah, you know, that's and even like FSU schedule. UCF plays FSU like twice every four years or something like that. Some weird like that. So just do that every now and then. Like you think it's so, so hypothetical. UCF plays Florida this year at a regular season game. They beat them, and they still go undefeated. Do they make the uh, national championship, or do they make the playoff if they do that? Just that one game. Uh, I mean, looking at Florida this year, they're a top ten team. Yeah. So maybe. So they beat a top ten team. They're undefeated. They're conference champion, even though it's not a power five. Does that put them in? Oklahoma? But thing, the issue is you have to put them in over Oklahoma. I still don't think they get in over Oklahoma this year. Um, yeah. We we have that sixteen playoff. Yeah, I think I they think get it in. It'd have to be an eighteen playoff, which they would be number eight. They number eight team. So I still I think if there's a sixteen playoff, you put them in over over whoever's seven, and I think they would leapfrog them just to see. Like Ohio State is Ohio State seven. I I think they would leapfrog them. Ohio State. No, six. they they don't they don't leapfrog Ohio State. Who's ranked seven? Michigan. Michigan, they leapfrog Michigan. Yeah. I feel like that would happen because no one wants to see a rematch. We've, we saw Ohio State blow out Michigan. Yeah. So I feel like they would leapfrog them, get in. Which isn't what the committee's supposed to do, though. Well, they would be out in a 16 playoff. George's number five. Georgia would be in there. Yep, so it would have to be an 18 playoff. Yeah. I, there's no chance they lose. That's all I got. You got to get into a better conference or go independent. Like Notre Dame. Yeah. This school has deep pockets. It's the biggest school in the United States. Yeah. Undergrad. So you got 64,000 students. They got a decent stadium. I've been to one of their football games. Yeah, I've been to one of their football games too. Bright House Stadium is very nice. It shakes. It does. It shakes a lot just because of all the metal bleachers. Maybe fix that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Very scary. Very scary when they're all jumping around. But uh, other than that, UCF has a good football program. And they're building, but you got to build – Towards a bigger, they're gonna get to the commitment. point that they gotta keep bringing in coaches because they keep getting. The, I don't think this guy who's Missouri's offense coordinator last year. I don't think he leaves after this year, but give him another decent season next year, he's gone. So they gotta keep finding good coaches. I say join the ACC. You're right there. Yeah, I would like that. It would they ever went to 16 team conferences? We'll kick. Uh, we'll kick Wake Forest out. Yeah, kick Wake Forest out. They need to do a switch. NCAA 14 switch. Yeah. Just hit the Y button. <laughs> that's all you got to do. All right. All right. That, that's all I got. Um, we'll come at you one of these days, uh, sit down and watch these games, get a little get a little drink in our cups, watch them, commentate, and do a little bit of that. We'll have some Luchadors of Liberty coming out uh, this afternoon or this evening. Uh, Going to be dropping a Luchadors of Liberty episode, and we'll have another one of those coming out next week as well. Till then uh, – Catch us on our Patreon at Higher Frequency Podcast Network. And catch us on our Twitter, same name. Facebook, same name. YouTube, same name. That's impressive. Bitches. (laughs) That's impressive. That is impressive. All right. Bye. Till then. Bye.